0: and you're like yay you know what i'll be fine Mm -hmm. yeah you'll survive i'll be fine all right welcome back double teamed fam happy thursday today we welcome christina she is a sugar baby and founder of agencyla.co which is a sugar dating site yeah yes got that right okay perfect (laughs) um so yeah we're we're here to discuss all things sugar dating
1: welcome thank you for having me I know you guys haven't talked about sugar dating before but I don't think this conversation is going to be all that different from your normal non-monogamy kink sexuality and open relationship topics
0: Thanks. yeah yeah I'm excited to I, I have a lot of questions okay so I know I've been holding a few back you know <laughs> we've kind of been talking a little bit yeah so. and I just learned you have a podcast so now I'm kind of interested to go listen to it yeah oh good I would yes. love that
1: What's the name of it again? The Angel Playbook. The Angel and we Playbook. talk about living and dating unconventionally and diving into all the taboo topics. So I would love to have you guys as a guest. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yes,
0: we need to do another collab there for mm-hmm. sure. Awesome. Because, I mean, that's what we... We love the taboo, obviously. <laughs> Knife play, but whatever. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have um, to get into that. Okay, so let's get started with... Tell us a little bit more how you got into sugar dating. I know... I, I was interested in it yeah. at one point, you know, when I was 24 or something like that, I was like, well, I wonder if I could do it. And mm-hmm, then I just mm-hmm. didn't know like how to do it. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, well, just, how, how did what was you your get journey started? getting into it? Yeah.
1: Okay. So I had just gotten, gotten out of a three and a half year relationship, my first relationship ever. Uh-huh. And it was a vanilla relationship. Um, and after getting over that breakup, I was just like, dating for fun and going on hinge and just kind of exploring and dating casually. And then I got into USC. Um, and so I was like, okay, like, I'm having fun dating and I'm about to like start this new chapter in my life and all of a sudden my girlfriend just told me that she was sugar dating out of nowhere and I was like okay if she can do it I can definitely do it because I am way more wild than she is and so (laughs) (laughs) I was like how did you beat me to that Um, and so she was telling me about joining Seeking Arrangements and her experiences so far and so we kind of like Jumped into it together where we were like comparing notes and just kind of not going on dates together, but you know, diving into the experience together. And it was really fun to be able to like share this almost like secret lifestyle with your best friend, yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's how I got started. And when I first started out, I was so naive, I was 21. So I'm I'm glad I waited till I was at least 21. Um, But you know, only having one relationship experience before that, I was super naive, and I definitely had a lot of different types of experiences. And now I'm here today, two years later, um, with a lot more understanding of what this relationship dynamic is like, and more of the like understanding about how to approach it in a way that you are still in tune with what your needs are, and. Able to communicate your boundaries and actually develop meaningful relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I like that you had a buddy.
1: Yeah. Like a yeah. buddy system. Because I think so that's important. so important.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, you know, when I'm out in the dating scene, I have Nikki has mm-hmm. my location. I yeah. have another friend who has my location you know, so if I'm going on a date, I'm, I'm, I'm telling them like, okay, here's the person, this is where yeah. I'll be like, you know, totally. And, and even not even just like, you know, those sugar dating situations, but also like just regular dating. Exactly. I it's good to have a buddy system. It so. is. That's and great. especially
1: in sugar dating where there's so much like stigma and shame yes. surrounding it. I think when you don't talk to people and like fact check or like verify, like, is does this sound okay? Or am I being yeah. taken advantage of? And like, if you're not able to talk about these situations, then I think you can find yourself, you know, um, doing something based off of what somebody who you perceive with higher power mm-hmm. telling you to do something like that's not a situation that you want to be stuck in. And so yeah. I think having other girlfriends or people that you can just be open about, um, your experiences with, I think really goes a long way. So
0: did you now did you hop on like Reddit or anything to see you know if anyone else was talking about sugar dating? We
1: did do a quick Reddit search but there wasn't much that we really loved and I, I don't know for some reason we were just like we're gonna dive into this and figure it out. So I think when we first started out like like I said, I was super naive. We didn't go on Reddit because we just wanted to dive into this experience ourselves and we mm-hmm. kind of thought we had it all figured out. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh yeah, this is super obvious. Like guys just wanna pay to like hook up with girls and like, why not? And yeah. like we were in this very like sexually like um, curious and explorative mindset where we were like, why not try this? Cause that's kind of how a lot of people talk about it is like this very transactional thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And so that was kind of what our perception of it was. And even like when you create a profile on these sites, the first messages that you get are like, how much for you to come over tonight? And so our perception of the situation was like, okay, I guess this is normal. And I guess we're comfortable with it. Why not give it a try? Yeah. Yeah. I was
0: doing it for free. I know. I've
1: thought
0: of all the times now. I'm like, usually no one's offering me money for the time. (laughs) I'm curious. Have you had? Would would you consider like overall? You've had like positive experiences in the dates that you got and everything.
1: Yeah, I would say overall, I'm here today because I had a lot of positive experiences. And although I don't necessarily um, agree with the way that I may have started off sugar dating, mm-hmm. um, I'm grateful that I had those experiences because it got me to you know my understanding of what it is today. Yeah. Um, And I think there is like a very dangerous narrative that's being spread about how transactional sugar dating has to be or that, I don't know, because I was so young and I couldn't understand what I brought to the table, I was like, oh, a guy must only want to hang out with younger women for sex. Mm -hmm. And that's my value. And so I was like, okay, why not play into this? But it took me a long time to realize that there's so much more to sugar dating than just sex and money. And I wish we could have more nuanced conversations like that and that's why I wanna share my story.
0: I love nice. that. I like that you said that, you know, when you look back on your journey, you know, you recognize in the beginning, maybe you didn't do it right or mm-hmm. like how you are doing it now. Yeah. I mean, I think that shows growth and I think that's, that's great because, you know, I look back all the time, like in the beginning of my non-monogamy journey and I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck was I doing then?
1: <laughs> yeah, you totally. Know, you need to fuck up yeah, to find out.
0: Exactly. Or oh, kink even. I yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck up to find out. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> well, no, it's true. And like, you know, in kink journey too, like in the very beginning, I was like, okay, I think I'm doing it right. And mm-hmm. now I look back and I'm like that was not doing it right yeah so, I mean I mean that's good you I mean the, the thing is
1: like there's no right or wrong way to sugar date but I think I'm finally at a place where I can understand how to sugar date in a way that I'm not compromising on what I feel comfortable doing or I'm not playing into somebody else's fantasy and I'm able to state my boundaries mm-hmm. and I think you know like I'm not here to tell anyone how they should do it because Mm -hmm. everybody's situation is so different and the reasons why they come into sugar dating are so different. And I hope that even if they start off with those, you know, motivations that I started off with that they will be able to, you know, take what they need from it and then keep growing and evolving. And I think that's the other beautiful thing about sugar dating relationships is that you can continue to like check in with each other and customize the relationship to fit your lifestyle at whatever era you're in in your life.
0: Well, I mean, it's a negotiation. Yeah, exactly. So much like, you know, kink and re- exactly. honestly, relationships in general. Can it be, should be. It should be negotiated. And, but I think people always skip the negotiations because they make so many assumptions on mm-hmm. what relationships should look like. So, you know, I mean, that can be applied to anything. Yeah, and it's so, really easy
1: to go into autopilot.
0: Exactly, yeah. And so, and I like that you said the check-in because I feel like at least in a lot of my kink relationships I have that mm-hmm. often yeah. and it's good to check in because like you don't know what's changed mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of see how, how things go if anything needs to be renegotiated, all those things.
1: Exactly, and there's like a lot less, I mean, if you do it in a way where it's so open and direct There are a lot of sugar relationships that can end without major heartbreak Mm -hmm. because like, you know, you weren't promising each other forever. You were promising each other an understanding and acceptance of like who you are in this moment and who I am in this moment. And we're going to figure out a way to make it work. And so you can also just, you know, part ways without it ending up in like this big heartbreak where, you know, you feel like an ego bruise Mm -hmm. because like things didn't work out it's just like that's the nature of the relationship sometimes
0: wait before we i have a (laughs) question regarding relationship i want to establish is there a difference between like sugar baby and sugar dating
1: um sugar dating is just the type of dating that sugar babies and sugar daddies partake okay yeah okay i was just
2: curious
0: and then my other question is well and i guess actually you know what i'll i'll ask this one later but Can you tell us, like, how did your first date go?
1: Totally. Do you want oh like, walk us
0: through it if you can? OK, yeah. so
1: like we mentioned before on the podcast, before when we were getting to like talk, um, I am a Sagittarius. I'm a fire sign. And so I like tend to go for things at full force
2: wow.
1: without really like thinking too much about it. I like will just go for it and then process it later. And so I made a profile and I started messaging a few p- different people. And I like found one person who I was like interested in, and he was being super flirty right off the bat, super spicy, super like we were just texting and sexting. And this is in like the course of like, I don't know, a few days. Mm-hmm. And then um he invited me to meet up with him. And I was like, okay, why not? We didn't even talk about money. We didn't even talk about an arrangement. I was just like, I don't know, let's just go for it and see what happens. Um, So we meet up at a hotel and then we hook up. Like it really was just so fast and I couldn't even like process what was happening. And in the moment I was like, this is, this is fun. Like I've never done something like this before. I'm like, down for this experience and so I went for it but then afterwards he like hands me this envelope full of money and I was like oh my gosh like I did not handle that well like Mm. I definitely that's on me and I need to do better and so like that moment just made me recognize like okay I need to slow down a bit and just take things like a bit more I don't know carefully
0: but how did you okay so how did you not handle it well were you like
1: Because I didn't realize that like having an arrangement means having the tough conversations before you jump into Ah, intimacy.
0: So you didn't negotiate anything?
1: Didn't negotiate, didn't really even know what I wanted because I didn't even know what an arrangement could be.
0: Probably didn't discuss boundaries. No, not
1: at all. So I was just like, okay, I guess let's go for it. Yeah. Um, Were you
0: attracted to him?
1: Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that the assumption here is that most of them are not people you're attracted I to. I think but, that is the
1: assumption that, that most is, people yeah, have. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm definitely lucky that I've only had sugar dating experiences in LA, where it seems like you know there's a very lively population of people who are interested in this lifestyle, many who are in their 30s. Um, and just want a different way of dating unconventionally Yeah. Um, versus I think somewhere in like maybe parts of the Midwest or even international, it could be a completely different vibe.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious, like uh, from, if you know, from their perspective, mm-hmm. what what's their motivation behind it? Obviously you said your motivation was, you know, you um, obviously there's like the money aspect. Yeah. So, you know, like there's a, there's the financial motivation, but also mm-hmm. you wanted new experiences and you yeah. wanted to like, you know, give this a try and everything. But like, What is their motivation behind
1: sugar dating? Mm -hmm. I think um, it's definitely grown in popularity. And so the things that attract people initially are like, you know, the glamorized versions of it. Sex and money and like looks, vacations and travels and like all of these things. And yes, that's a part of sugar dating. But I think the thing that keeps this community coming back for more and to continue dating in this way, I think is just the ability to customize your relationship, which is really lacking in you know traditional dating or traditional dating apps, because there is a very set trajectory of what this relationship will be. And I think a lot of men who are affluent or busy and successful like need a little more flexibility in the types of relationships that they're seeking. Um, and I think there's also just like an acceptance that both people have for each other Where it's like, if I'm, there's an acceptance for each other in that moment of being like, I'm not gonna change you. Like, Mm. I'm going to just accept that this is the type of relationship that you're looking for in this moment. And if I'm okay engaging in that way, then like, let's do it. Whereas I think sometimes in traditional dating, it can be more like, oh, I really like this person. I'm already imagining my future with them. I wanna make sure that we're like going in this direction. And if they act out of line, like I want to like place some control on that on both sides, both men and women do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But in sugar dating, it's more just like, like you live your life, you go do whatever it is that you want to do. And when we're together, it's going to be amazing. We're Mm going to have these like really awkward, uncomfortable conversations when we're first getting to know each other. But then like that just allows for you guys to just enjoy the moment after that.
0: I never thought of it that way I'll be honest yeah really yeah I I didn't I guess I didn't think but it it makes a lot of sense that you know you're essentially or at least you know the the sugar daddy or the sugar mommy
1: yeah
0: you're right they're essentially like paying to still be themselves (laughs) and like saying this is like you know drawing that boundary of like this is where it stops because you're right in traditional relationships Mm -hmm. everybody's like you know, so we have you to on, be
1: fully enmeshed. Yeah, yeah. You, you
0: go on a date, and then all of a sudden you start, like, fantasizing yeah. about your future. And, you know. Yeah, I, it's funny because, like, I've many, many, many times I've thought about, like, especially if I get to, like, an income level where I could afford it, mm-hmm. I would love, love <laughs> to just be able to pay someone when I want to have sex. (laughs) And then that's it (laughs) because you know how exhausting it is to go on the apps and be like, okay, who do I want to have sex with? And then, you know, from there, like you gotta have the conversation, you gotta see if it's a vibe, you gotta like all these Mm -hmm. things. And then after that, like, if there's, you know, if they're looking for a relationship or you're looking for whatever, like, you know, if you're looking for different things or maybe, you know, the same thing, like in the form of a relationship or whatever, but like, you know, now you have like emotions and everything attached to it. And like you said, there's, you you know yeah
1: those boundaries as easily
0: exactly and so it's like if I could just pay someone to have sex with me when I want to (laughs) and like enjoy the time when we're together and that's it I would be so happy um there's one of my guys that I met um we're good friends we hook up every now and then but I always joke to him that one day he's gonna be my sugar baby (laughs) because I'm like I'm gonna get to the point where I'm just gonna literally pay you and that's it and he's like what (laughs) So, I but no, I, 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 that, that would be the appeal to me is that like I don't have to waste my time, you know, trying to build this relationship mm-hmm. and like all these things. Instead, I can just have my sexual needs met, enjoy someone, go have fun. Mm-hmm. If I want to go on a vacation with them, like we can mm-hmm. just go do that and fuck, and then like that's it. Yeah, no expectations. Yeah, like those are. But the, the, yeah.
1: the interesting thing is when you start a relationship in that way Mm -hmm. it tends to lead to so much like honesty and clarity and because you're accepting each other there's like sometimes a lot of chance for you for that relationship to grow into something even more meaningful because it's like you're able to be so truthful with each other and to like kind of drop all the guards that you have yeah and like the like facade that you're putting on that you typically would in traditional vanilla dating as I call it um because it's like we're doing this taboo thing it's kind of weird like let's just get to the point and talk about all of the things that we're actually looking for and when you have that level of honesty like sometimes the like there are a lot of relationships that come out of sugar dating Mm -hmm. and a lot of marriages too
0: well it's funny you know because you said earlier how it's very transactional and I don't know if you meant that with like a negative or a positive or maybe neutral connotation yeah but to me like I don't think there's anything wrong with transactional totally and I definitely don't think there's wrong with and uh, if anything I feel like transactional is where it actually becomes more honest Mm -hmm. and more negotiated and you actually get your needs because you're both you know negotiating your needs so it may feel to some people like transactional isn't as natural Mm -hmm. or organic or whatever. But I think in a lot of ways you actually end up happier when it's transactional.
1: Yeah. It's just sometimes more fair. I definitely felt like in my first relationship I was giving all of myself to this other person and to not feel like my cup was being filled. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I kind of use sugar dating as a way to, instead of like, leaning into a relationship heavily with emotions, i was relying more on logic. Like, mm-hmm. does this person show up for me in the ways that are meaningful? Are we able to like negotiate these things? And when you kind of treat it more like um with logic rather than emotion, it can help you clarify some like confusing feelings that you might have when it comes to romance.
0: Yeah. I've had a lot of friends with benefits relationships where you know, it did become more transactional, but they have been Mm -hmm. some of the best relationships that I've had Mm -hmm. because I get my needs met. They get their needs met. There's no expectations. We draw the boundaries and then we're like, oh, great. Yeah. Like this. I'm happy. Are you happy? Yeah, we're Mm -hmm. good. Like, Mm -hmm. and then that's it.
1: So, and then also benefits. Oh (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, but also like When you break up in sugar dating, it doesn't have to mean that you're never a part of each other's lives. Like Mm -hmm. in traditional dating, I think that's often the case is like you just, this person's no longer a part of your life and they were a part of very meaningful years. But in sugar dating, like a lot of the relationships that have ended for me are, I'm still in touch with them. We still support each other um, and we can still be a part of each other's lives.
0: I think that can happen with any form of non-traditional relationship. Because I do find that, you know, especially as I dive more into you know kink non-monogamy all that stuff it's like i realize that the traditional path it's so just obtuse with their oh as soon as you break up like it's over you know Mm -hmm. it's like yeah sometimes that has to happen but not all the time you know sometimes you can like go back to a friendship or you know go back to something good you know as long as Mm -hmm. it wasn't
1: toxic before Mm -hmm. and as long as there are boundaries yeah Yeah. exactly
0: yeah Yeah. you can renegotiate what that relationship Mm -hmm. looks like nice Mm-hmm. Well, well. speaking of assumptions, what do you feel are some of the assumptions people make like when it comes to sugar dating?
1: I think the fact that so many women think that it's going to be this person that makes them uncomfortable or this person that they oh. aren't attracted to. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's a scary thing to like assume that you're putting yourself in that position when you sugar date. Um, and that is a dangerous situation to put yourself into um, because then now this person who you don't find attractive or that you feel uncomfortable by is now offering you money to spend time with them and I think if you're coming from a place of desperation like that money could be a really big motivator and it might make you like push your boundaries in ways that you aren't comfortable with Mm. um so I don't love the assumption that you should have to spend time with people who make you uncomfortable I think if you're gonna sugar date do everything with your chest. like do it in a way where you can talk about it without any shame Mm -hmm. and to like write this badass story of you getting what you want um, versus you being a victim to the circumstance Mm. um so that's one assumption yes
0: Well, my question with that real quick is, I mean, at least in your experiences, is it mostly, you know, big age gaps? I I guess that would be like another assumption.
1: Um, It can be. Again, my um, experiences in LA have been the case where like um, it's typically guys in their 30s. You tend to see guys in their 40s. I've never... Gone on a date with anyone in their sixties, and I think I've been lucky enough to be selective in that way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I don't know what it's like in other parts. So. I was
0: gonna say that might be right. depending on the city that you're in, because I do feel like in LA there is like a plethora totally.
1: of people, yeah, especially
0: like you're probably saying like New York, Miami, yes. probably yeah. the big cities, oh, yeah. Miami, a younger is crowd. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I always think old people in I think <laughs> Miami. <laughs> really? Yeah, they all retire there because of the taxes. They call it God's waiting room Mm -mm. for a reason. I thought that was like (laughs) you never heard that waiting room. Oh my god,
1: Miami. Okay, that makes a
0: little. You never heard that Florida is God's waiting room. (laughs) What in the South Point of the United States? So sorry to anyone who lives in Florida. (laughs) To our Florida, I like Miami. Miami oh yeah to our florida listeners we love you
1: we love you like i got nothing
0: against florida
1: I'm obviously just- you do no but i'm
0: serious that's where people go because the taxes are so low so they retire there so they don't have to pay taxes yeah
1: i mean okay if you're in florida set your location to miami not orlando <laughs> that's
0: yeah like- or like you know not west palm because i feel like a lot of the you know the older the keys, crowd the keys yeah Oh, gosh. Tampa. Okay, so so what are, <laughs> what are some other assumptions? I guess, like, for me, when I think sugar yeah. dating, I... But then again, and the, maybe mm-hmm. this is a good time to bring up this question. What is the difference between being an escort and being a sugar baby?
1: Great question.
0: Is there a difference? I didn't...
1: I think there can be a difference. I definitely know that majority, it seems, of people on Seeking Arrangements or other sugar dating sites definitely just call it sugar dating, but just treat it like escorting or you know, sex work and that's fine. Um, But I don't love that that's the only narrative around sugar dating because, you know, this type of sugar dating that I've discovered is just a different form of dating Mm -hmm. with sugar involved. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I wish more people knew that that was an option to meet interesting people. Um, I think sugar dating attracts a bunch of different types of people who just live unconventional lives, whether they're, you know, entrepreneurs who are taking risks or digital nomads or you know people who don't have you know a nine to five work schedule and want a relationship where they can go and explore the world together like this is also a community that um attracts those types of people it's not just people who are desperate or weird or unattractive like there's I mean, you can definitely find people like that for Mm -hmm. sure, but just weed them out and find, like, hold your boundaries and know to wait for um, those types of people that you do want to meet.
0: Does that kind of tie back into what you're saying about, like, you know, in the beginning... as you were exploring you know you kind of came to like know your worth Mm -hmm. so then you could be like okay i can curate this to look like how i want it to exactly rather than like oh i need to just do everything and take Mm -hmm. whatever opportunity i get just because exactly i need to yeah i definitely think if you're approaching sugar dating and being a sugar baby definitely not come from a place of desperation Mm -hmm. i think that that can put you in some tricky tricky
1: yeah and know what your weaknesses are whether that's money whether that's validation from men whether that's emotional intimacy like there's so many things that people are seeking Mm -hmm, when they come into this lifestyle and just know what kind of power that holds over you. Because so often we talk about like, oh, the men hold the power. But I don't think that's true. Women hold just as much power in this. If you can see the weaknesses that a man has in his life, you can totally abuse that power too. Mm. Um, Both people hold power in this relationship dynamic. Um, But you have to know and be in tune with yourself about what your weaknesses are based on your previous life experiences. Yeah. Makes
0: sense. Well, I think, and... uh, Going back to, oh okay. oh sorry. going back to like the escort versus sugar baby. I think with escorting, like it can look like a sugar dating where it is just like maybe you're going on a date with a guy mm-hmm. and he's giving you two thousand dollars for it just mm-hmm. to be a part of the vibe.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: afterwards, like you head out. So. Yeah. I mean, how, how is that probably more for like transactions that are probably shorter term rather than like dating? Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah,
1: there can be a lot of short term relationships and sugar dating, unfortunately. Um, But I think when you have those honest conversations and when you do find the connection that um, sparks like this attraction for each other, I think then that can turn into something a bit more long term and it can still be a sugar relationship. um, But is not just this like one-time thing.
0: Mm. Have you had any re- that like turn into more like emotionally
1: invested yeah. relationships? Tons. Oh, really? So many. Wait, I, and have I,
0: they been at the same time?
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> okay. the, so there's some non-monogamy <gasps> involved. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I think um, non-monogamy is like way more accepted in the sugar community. Love that. Um, Yeah, it's just yeah, something that's on the table um, and open for you guys to talk about. So for me, because I was getting out of this like three and a half year relationship, I made it very clear to the people that I was going on dates with that I was not looking to commit. And I definitely wanted to explore and have um, experience open relationships. And thankfully, like the two people that I was serious about um, in this lifestyle were also into open relationships nice. one oh. of them was very experienced in open relationships and then the other one I was exploring when we were figuring out open relationships together with and I one. was very clear with both of them that I was seeing both of them and they were actually like very intrigued about each other and just like curious about my experiences with the other and yeah the conversations were always so open
0: I wow. love that did they compete
1: I mean yeah like with money like I'm gonna pay
0: you more but that'd be great I mean I know.
1: <laughs> they were very different relationship dynamics um because I was like oh okay I have my need met with this person and now I'm looking for this with this person um and so they were very different to where they didn't necessarily have to compete in that way but you know at a certain point once like I was getting more emotionally invested in a certain relationship it definitely had to like you know um, break it off with the other person just mm-hmm. so that like you know boundaries weren't being crossed
0: I see hmm. that's so interesting I know I think that'd be cool I mean I didn't realize that like non-monogamy was as prominent but it makes sense mm-hmm. especially if you're like dating around and you have you know you're dating more than just one person mm-hmm. and it is just dating until it becomes more emotionally like disgusting. I feel like non-monogamy would I mean especially if they like if a person has a wife or you know a a very serious relationship and then they're looking for a sugar baby oh were any of them ever married
1: I've never been with anyone who's been married but I've obviously like you know starting a sugar dating company have talked to guys who are married um and it was
0: consensually like non-monogamous and so like
1: sometimes they are sometimes they aren't Uh, Uh, oh yeah
0: yeah I can see that well, I mean, I don't know why this just reminds me of I, when I first started dating in LA, because I was in a serious relationship when I was in Kansas finishing my master's. I came here, we broke up, and I started dating again. And this one guy, he was, oh, God, how old was he? I want to say he was in his late 30s. And he was non-monogamous. Um, and he was, I guess, pretty rich. I think he had two sugar babies. And then he had two three girlfriends oh my god and then he wanted me to join this harem and i'm like oh gosh that google calendar must have been lit well i just i was like i want to know like what what do you, what is the expectation here because he wasn't being very clear either uh-huh. i was uh, the way like he was flaunting around like how often he took trips mm-hmm. and stuff with his girlfriends i was like well they all go together exactly yes so, so one more. penis to like five to six girls. Exactly. No. So I was like, I don't know about this. Um, yeah. He, I don't know. He really didn't communicate it very like, well. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't be in a harem because I'd be like, I I'd want so much. Like I have a high appetite, you know? So okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For some people they're like, oh, I get to also like travel with my best friend. And like, mm-hmm. it's a free trip. Like I, I think there's like room for so many different types of dynamics
0: so well um, in any of your sugar dating relationships have you been like one out of you know an x amount or ha- had yeah like do they have other sugar
1: babies yeah uh-huh. yeah oh, nice. I, I think um i've made a lot of really great friends with other sugar babies because of that
0: nice oh, yeah
1: that. that's great <laughs> yeah.
0: i do i would love the friendship aspect yes. i just don't know if i could like i think that would be a lot of fun i just you know if it was a group scenario like always then I feel like, yeah, I've never been get. on
1: like a group date where yeah. I was one of many, but I've met other people who they were dating and yeah, it's just, it's so nice to be able to like have that kind of like openness and trust and yeah. I like
0: it. Wait, are you, can I ask like, what is the highest you've made?
1: That's a, an interesting question and kind of difficult to answer. Okay. Um. So how do I
0: And that's, you know, financial. No, no, no. no, no. If you don't want to answer it, that's no. No, no, no. I'm so
1: down to share. Um, I'm just nosy as fuck. Yeah. So (laughs) for me, I would say my best arrangement um, experiences.
0: Hey, DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So, whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners, or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health. And that obviously includes STD testing. So, SCDcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based SCD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done. No doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you, guys. Go get tested.
1: The most that I've ever technically made was like an investment in my company. And it wasn't like necessarily like a part of our sugar relationship. It was like I genuinely had a great idea for building a sugar dating site. Mm-hmm. They were genuinely interested in being an investor, but like I know that it was because of my relationship with them that mm-hmm. they trusted me and believed in me and wanted to help in this endeavor. Um so I mean, girl boss, first
0: <laughs> of all, thanks. I mean, second, I can also just see you're very poised. So yeah. I could see how they have the confidence to trust you with
1: thank me, you. So. Yeah, so I mean, I would say like you know one of those investments one of the investments was like $50,000 so um i've also had other arrangements where i was gifted $50,000 but like oh wow i don't know like those are very rare uh so i don't want to like necessarily say that that's common it was because i genuinely had like built an amazing relationship with these people um that they were wanting to contribute to my life in that way. But I would say the average like sugar date uh, or allowance space is anywhere from like a thousand to four thousand. Um,
0: like a month or per date? Or would it be really like a depends. Month and then you have, what? oh, okay. it really
1: depends. Like for mm. one person, it could be four thousand per date or for wow. one, I mean, typically I think it's about a thousand. Um, but allowances can be anywhere from two thousand, eight thousand, fifty thousand. I don't know. Okay, so I gotta
0: get to a point where I can I can pay someone two thousand a month to have sex with me <laughs> when I want to have sex. See, Nikki and I are approaching this differently. <laughs> I'm over here like, so I need to find. Someone I love
1: that for you guys
0: <laughs> to pay me <laughs> for it. that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I need to afford. afford. <laughs> How much is it gonna cost? <laughs> Wait, I'm curious. How do you do your taxes on this? Oh, oh God, do you file this? Is
1: The IRS listening? I'm not. <laughs>
0: We, we can she didn't
1: say um, 50,000 she meant 50 corgis like uh, how do I answer that question um that's okay it's a I think thing. I was just we'll take can, that out <laughs> I think like you can accept up to like 6,000 with a gift yeah yeah, yeah. yeah being taxed. yeah
0: I think yeah there, there are stipulations it's a gift <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah take it
1: in crypto take it in cash I don't know oh yeah
0: I don't know about <laughs> cash. No one uses cash anymore, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's a good thing to have. I've always wondered if I could, like, you know, if as, as form of payment for someone's, like, for my sugar baby, like, if they just live with me. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Ram to <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyways. About, I mean, I think it's fascinating. But, yeah, I've always wondered about the tax side of it. I have a friend who, she has a friend um, who gets paid Just, I think she's an escort though, because I think she just gets paid every now and then to like, Mm -hmm. well, not even every now and then, I think it is at her actual like job Mm -hmm. to just go to parties Mm -hmm, or like mm -hmm. go to this restaurant with this group of people and show up and like, that's the end of it. But I don't think it's, I don't even know if it's like a specific person, but rather just like the group.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that definitely exists. I think there's also just like tons of different like opportunities that could come up yeah. mm-hmm. on these sugar dating sites and like the conversations that come out of that. Like, I don't know, like if you're looking for, a I don't know, traveling babysitter that might also be an option or like somebody like a, an executive assistant, that's also something that could come up or like, I don't know, these like, you know, um, play parties. They're always looking to hire people. Like mm-hmm. there's, it, it draws such unconventional people with unconventional needs. Um, so Everything's kind of on the table. Wait, have you traveled
0: with your sugar daddies before? Oh, okay. I have. Why'd you go?
1: Um, I've done Europe. So I went to Spain and London and I was like Spongebob there, <laughs> just <laughs> lounging around. Um, what else have I done? Like Tulum. Um, Yeah. Wow. So when you're on these like trips with them, does it feel like you're just like there with a friend,
0: you know, like having fun and not so much? Like, does it feel less transactional in these kind of events? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Yeah. For me, at least like the people that I've traveled with, I genuinely like enjoyed spending time with them and mm-hmm. wanted to see the world through their eyes. Like I didn't come up with I didn't grow up with wealthy parents who could take who could afford to travel with me or show me the world. And so it was like, honestly, like it felt like it was a cheat code to be able to experience like so many things all at once.
0: How the 1% Mm. lives. Yeah. 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 What what are some of the things that have like fascinated you the most? Some of the experiences that you've had. Well, no, I want to like more so like the people. Like, what, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, I'm curious. You know, you you see people that are in like so many different walks of life that mm-hmm. it gives you like a really awesome perspective of totally. like all the possibilities out there. And so I'm sure it's been the same for you, where like exactly. you kind of get to see like.
1: Yeah, I think for me the most fascinating part was like seeing um, how like the ups and downs that your life could take because mm. obviously these are very successful people, but I got a glimpse into what their relationships look like, like what their marriages look like. Are they genuinely happy? And it like allowed me to really like have a ton of foresight about the life that I wanted to build for myself and the mistakes that I wanted to avoid. I think the other thing that was like really rewarding for me was to just experience life in abundance, mm-hmm. which was something that I would never experienced before like I grew up always having this fearful scarcity mindset of things are always money's running out time's running out and just like yeah for once in my life I just had a second to breathe and just enjoy life and to experience the abundance of life and I think that really healed a lot of like um, financial insecurities that I had and so now when I like it endure struggles in life, like my mindset is in this place of abundance where I can quiet the fears and just know that the universe is going to take care of me, that I have everything in myself to be able to navigate things. Um, and there was just such a sense of trust that I developed in myself because I was like, I'm navigating the unknown and I feel like I'd navigated it in a really positive way.
0: That's a great outlook. I love that. Yeah. I was going to ask, Oh, longevity. Mm. So, you know, obviously you're pretty young, still experiencing all of this. And so like, you know, kind of when you look ahead,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: especially like, you know, you say your emotions are involved in everything or like maybe one day you meet someone. I know you've spoken a little bit about like, you know, being more non-monogamous. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you found someone that you wanted to kind of like, you know, settle down with a little bit more or, you know, maybe pursue a more like conventional yeah. life, you know, when you're ready to, if that ever happens. And if it doesn't, that's totally mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like what what, would, what does that look like? I know you have your business, but yeah. like, I'm curious, have you ever like thought about like the future of your like sugar dating? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm lucky enough that I found my partner through sugar dating, my mm-hmm. current partner. Um, and we definitely have very similar values of what we want our life to look like, you know, five, 10 years from now. Um, but I think we're both on the same page that sugar dating was a stepping stone. Like it wasn't like the Mm -hmm. forever type of dynamic that we wanted to engage in. And while it can be, I think the relationship should always be evolving and Mm -hmm. you should always be checking in with each other. And so, yeah, I think I've learned a lot of really great lessons about communication and negotiation and yeah, just worked on myself through it to where now Even though I'm not technically sugar dating, like in the same way that I was before, I can still take the things that I learned with me in every relationship that I, you know, choose to explore into.
0: So when you kind of, when you went into it, you always felt it was kind of like a stepping stone in your life. And you were you hoping to find like, you know, you no. said you found your partner. Were you hoping to or just kind of
1: happened? No, I was like very much in a I don't want to be in a relationship type of mode. Um, but like I said, because we were just like so straightforward with each other and so honest and just kind of, you know, took down this facade that we would put up with other people, like it allowed us to just trust each other. And, you know, date number one felt like date number 10 on a traditional Mm -hmm. dating site. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but. Okay, wait,
0: you told us this, but we haven't said it on the pod. So you currently have a partner that you met through sugar dating and then you have one more arrangement.
1: Yeah. So my current partner, okay. The two um, open relationships that I had mentioned before are also my two co-founders of the company. Oh, wow. Um, and the reason why I had to stop seeing one of them was just because it was like too many relationship dynamics, like mm. mixed into one. Yeah. Um, so oh, it's still- business partners. Exactly. Oh, yeah. It just like got yeah. really weird and messy. And so now I'm just with my one partner. I do have one arrangement that is not so time consuming. It is very much like we know what it is and we see each other like maybe once a month. Um, but yeah,
0: that's nice. So like a more like a almost like a satellite thing then. Mm-hmm. Are they are they here in L.A. too, though? Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, OK. That's so just more, more casual. It's super casual. Like yeah. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. I have plenty of I remember I went on a date not that long ago with a guy and I remember um, I was you know, he had no experience with non monogamy and I was explaining all my partnerships and I was like, well, I have my doms. I see them like one or two times a month. I'm like, there's a girl that I'm, like, friends with benefits with. We probably see each other maybe, like, one or two times a month. Though lately, you know, sometimes it can increase in frequency. Mm -hmm. It just depends. And then I was like, I have another guy. You know, (laughs) we hook up every now and then, like, probably every month or two. Um, And then I have one guy that I see a little bit more regularly. And I was, like, listing all these off. And he's like, so is everyone, like, a once a month kind of thing? (laughs)
1: where do I fit yeah, he's into this like, is,
0: he's like is that and I'm not kidding when I say like we hooked up and then like two days later I'm like hey let's have sex again and he was like oh, I thought it was gonna be next month and I'm like no I wanted to have sex now <laughs> and he was like oh, okay so so that it doesn't always have to be once mm-hmm. a month and I'm like nah dude like it just depends on what we negotiate I love
1: that you're leading yeah. that I feel yeah. like so often the conversation that I see like on dating TikTok is like about like waiting for the man to choose when he's ready, but I love oh. that you're leading that discussion. Oh, no. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, all the, in fact, you know, I went through a period of time where I was like, I don't want to initiate. I want someone to initiate with mm-hmm. me. But you know, you said you know Sagittarius fire sign energy, or Aries risings. So I'm very like, if I want to have sex, I'm going to hit you up and be <laughs> like, yo, I want to have sex. So. I'm curious to try sugar dating now. Until I get my sugar baby, maybe <laughs> I should try sugar dating. you got to learn on both sides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So how am I going to become a better sugar mom in mm-hmm. the future by becoming a sugar baby
1: now? Totally.
0: Well, I was I just like thinking that. my therapist and I were talking about, you know, going back to, you know, why let the other person lead? Just tell them what you want yourself. Mm-hmm. I had that conversation with my therapist not that long ago. Yeah. With my current partner. She was, you know, we were talking about something. And she was like, "Well, why are you waiting for him to tell you that? Just yeah. tell him yeah. what you want, and then see how it goes." I was yeah. like, "Mind blowing." Well, that's why, like in in kink and probably in this as well, you mm-hmm. know, in sugar dating, you know, like you were saying, the the honesty and the straightforwardness is what yeah, makes. Yeah, it's necessary. People get mm-hmm. so much more out of it because then you're not just waiting for your partner to like figure out you know what you want. Instead, you're like, "Hey, this is what I want." Yeah, I, I always it. say
1: like, if you leave a sugar date being really confused, you probably didn't talk enough.
0: Yeah. Oh. Wait, on the mention of king. has anyone ever wanted you to like, you know,
1: okay, tie I, him I, up? yeah, 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 yeah. up? <laughs> so has anyone ever made any requests? Yeah, I've definitely had um, at least one sub. Uh, you know, actually, now that I think of it, I've had a handful of subs. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, they're not easy to come by um, as as much as people would like for that to be the case. I think most sugar babies are like, oh, it would be amazing if I could find, find the platonic fin sub, you know, but... It takes time to develop that relationship too. Um, so yeah, I've had um, one sub and that was really fun.
0: I like him. I have a Finn sub. <clears throat> I haven't seen him in a while. When was the last time I saw him? I check in with him every now and then. He definitely a comment partner. Um, so it's a really casual dynamic. When we see each other, we have a great time. It's fun. It's platonic, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, people all the time, they're like, you don't have sex? And I'm like,
1: no. We yeah. actually started
0: out as friends.
1: Oh, I love that. So yeah,
0: so it was really nice. Well, we made a TikTok about your fence up. And someone I, know, I never like, w- so you're a sugar baby? And oh, wow. Like, I'm like, no, there's, a, dy- there's a difference. Yeah. 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 There's a difference because the dynamic, the, the power exchange. Yep. You know, obviously, like you've mentioned... Th- you know a little bit how you know these are wealthy powerful people Mm -hmm. and you know you're the sugar baby and everything but like you said you have just as much control Mm -hmm. um and it's the same and i think in dom sub where it's like you know the sub has just as much control so you know even though there's less of a like a power exchange in sugar dating like that like on both sides you know there's plenty of power i always say
1: yeah i think if More people were aware of the dom/sub dynamic, or just Mm -hmm. the polarity of power in general in all relationships. Like they would be able to apply that in sugar dating and have much better experiences.
0: Absolutely. I'm curious. Has anyone as have any of your sugar daddies introduced you to something sexually that you were like, "Whoa, this is amazing"? Or has it been the other way around? Have you been the teacher? Who's
1: I think I've always been like very kinky, and so I was kind of down for it. If I met somebody who was also into that, yeah. I don't think anybody's- or even vanilla
0: things, even vanilla things. Yeah, you
1: know? yeah. I think um, I've always been like curious. I've always like been more exploratory than my partners, mm-hmm. um, and so I've been lucky enough to find people who are also on the same page. But I don't know if anybody's like showed me something like completely different interesting
0: because mm. I, I feel like at least for me you know a lot of the older men that i've mm-hmm. dated mm, you know what? i take it back they've never shown me anything new but they have been really good yeah at eating pussy <laughs> they have <laughs> the young ones have stamina the older ones can eat pussy right like i feel like that's that's been my experience oh, wow. while you're sugar dating have you did you also go on like just, Just regular, regular yeah. Beats? I did, oh, okay. and
1: I felt like because I was having these like amazing experiences sh- in sugar dating, it allowed me to come into traditional dating with a lot more confidence and power too. Mm. And I just felt like I could lead conversations better, similar to like how you were describing your relationship with your friends with benefits. Like I could just kind of tell a guy like exactly what I'm looking for. And oftentimes they would be a little intimidated. And yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, you have no idea like <laughs> um, what I've experienced to get to this point.
0: Yeah. Are you honest with them though? Like yeah. about your sugar dating? Cause I feel like a lot of guys would be like very, um, especially the younger ones. Yeah, intimidated yeah. by like someone that's, you know, sugar dating and, you know, especially if you're hanging out with very, you know, powerful, influential people, like, they're, they are
1: probably feel emasculated. Yeah. Um, I didn't go on any second dates. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Say less. I Say was, less. honestly, I was like, uh, I don't know why I would keep continuing to, like, traditionally date with guys who are kind of my age when I'm having such amazing experiences, learning about business, learning about, like, traveling and doing all of these amazing things with these people. Um, so...
0: I'm amazed because you're so young and like you know all of these experiences. Like I spent my when I was 21, I was like crying to myself in a mirror, you know, having Mm -hmm. really just not depression and anxiety and not the best. I I didn't have any self confidence, and it took me a long time to get to a point to where like dating was fun for me. Mm -hmm um so i commend you i was getting married at 21 oh my gosh i met my husband when i was 18 and we were like inseparable Mm -hmm. and um yeah i just knew i was gonna marry him then we got married at 21 um and then you know now we're getting divorced which is fine yeah totally fine but yeah uh, to imagine like having done that in 21 would have been a very my 20s would have been way different i feel like but i mean i love my 20s like not i'm still in my 20s (laughs) i still got another year and a half left let me not age myself here (laughs) but like i don't know i just think that's really cool yeah to be able to have all those experiences so young because like it i mean it's giving you such a worldly view and like such a i think such a good perspective like obviously you seem very um you know sure of like yourself and your boundaries and everything like to find that in a 24 year old i feel like is very rare oh thank you yeah no it's true so, and I mean, I feel like, you know, when you do find self-love and all those things, like that's mm-hmm. when the world really opens up. So like the yeah. younger you find it, the better.
1: Yeah. I think I was just, I tried to bring intentionality in everything that I was doing. And I was, I had a lot of fuck-ups too, where yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's on me yeah. and I got to do better.
0: And you're still going to have those fuck-ups, honestly. Yeah. So it's like, you know that, but I think as you, as you get older and like you start to, the, the more that you feel like sure in yourself and you find yourself and you know you know, mm-hmm. when you have those fuck ups and you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I'm
1: going to survive. Oh my survive. gosh. Everything is going to be okay. I love a good breakup now. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm ready to self-love again <laughs> and to just glow up. Like, that's uh, so good. Um, but I was going to ask about the app. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit more
0: about okay, it. Okay, for is it sure. For? Should I be using it if I want to? Yeah, you know- should I make... It's just an application. Please. <laughs> okay. So
1: um, one misconception that people have um, is that um, there are sugar dating apps and you might be able to find a few on the app store, but oftentimes Apple is like a very fam- family friendly place. And mm-hmm. so most sugar dating sites are just websites yep. um, and apps will very quickly be shut down. So we're just a, a site. Oh, um, okay. It's agencyla.co and I just one day was thinking about like what I wanted to do with my life and I was having so much fun exploring sugar dating and like the world just felt so open with possibilities Mm -hmm. and while I was in that mindset I was just kind of dreaming about all the things that like I could possibly do and I allowed my mind to wander into this like space that I normally wouldn't go into and I was like what if I could create a sugar dating site that'd be fucking crazy but what if And then I was like, well, what's stopping me? Like, Mm -hmm. I have amazing people, amazing supporters, mentors who are in the tech industry. Like, what really is stopping me from being able to do this? And so then that was the moment I decided I want to go for it. Um, I ran upstairs. I, like, created the business plan for it. And I knew I was going to call it agency because I wanted more sugar babies to know how much agency they have in their lives. And we call our members Um, angels and angel investors instead of sugar babies and sugar daddies. Mm, Um, I like that. Yeah, I think it needs like a reframing of the conversation. And for me, an angel investor, I mean, this came from my personal experience of um, dating somebody who was an angel investor. And Mm. the second they told me they were an angel investor, I was like, I love that term because I feel like I'm looking for somebody to invest in me and to guide me and to like give me support and wisdom. And that... That phrase of just being an angel and an angel investor was so much more empowering to me than a sugar baby and sugar daddy where there was this like codependency and just like a weird connotations that were attached to it.
0: Yeah, baby and daddy. Yeah, yeah.
1: it just never resonated with me. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's that's agency. Um, We're 21 and up. We also have an application process just to make sure that we're curating the right community um and I like that. we're on this journey so
0: did you find anything lacking in the other sugar dating sites that you're yeah. like there's no way in hell like seeking arrangements yeah, yeah i mean the and fact they just changed theirs didn't they sorry to interrupt no i think they just changed their site too they they
1: did? went through a rebranding yeah oh um i didn't know this yeah, they're kind of going more into the like dating up space because um, the CEO Brandon Wade has going through his own personal transformation, which I love that for him. Good for him, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't think you know, you know, rebranding the site is going to do anything to change the community of users that mm-hmm. are using the site in a very specific way um I think what we're trying to do is curate this community of people who love sugar dating for like the reasons that I mentioned like the honesty and like the ability to customize your relationship and less of the like very short-term transactional parts of it and more of a long-term um focused type of dating Hmm. um and yeah I just i experienced so many things on these other sugar dating sites where I was like this feels so seedy and unsafe and just makes me feel icky and yeah I don't know if you guys have ever been on these other sites no
0: I haven't they look
1: so outdated and really like the messages that you'll get it just feels like this like meat market
0: Mm. I I I went on seeking arrangements just to peek around and it did look very outdated I was like I don't even know if I want to sign up for this yeah
1: exactly I think there's a lot of people who are who would be interested in sugar dating for the reasons that I mentioned but they're so turned off by you know the early on messages that they get which are like you know come over for like five hundred dollars and you know I think there's a lot that we can do to prevent conversations like that or like behaviors like that from happening i think Mm. like even just verifying that every single person is real does a lot in just um making the community know that there is somebody who's like going to know when they treat the community badly and like there is somebody like a point of contact that is moderating the space Mm. whereas on seeking arrangements or these other sugar dating sites like you can have fake profiles they're scammers there's just people with who are looking to take advantage of this yeah. lucrative lifestyle.
0: Interesting. Wait, so in the application process for like the ones that are the angel investors, do you, are, do you check their finances in any way, or like how do they? they like, oh wow, okay.
1: I mean, we do a Google search, and we have um, right now our angel investors are by referral only, hmm. and so you know we have a strong network effect of people who trust each other and can vet for other people. Um, oh wow! And you know there's only so much you can do to verify income because you can't really ask for bank statements necessarily. You can't? Uh, I mean, Mm, on other sugar dating sites, you just lie and say how much money you want to tell people that you have. Um, we do charge, um, a little bit of a higher price point and that's kind of our way to make sure that, you know, the people who are just treating this like Tinder plus aren't coming to our site. A lot of these other sugar dating sites are like $50 a month, $80 a month. And I think it really has become this glorified like Tinder for the upper middle class. Interesting. Wait, so how I much do you that? charge a month? We're still figuring it out. Probably. We're just testing. So it could subject to change.
0: Interesting. Wow, nice. You mentioned earlier play parties. I'm so I'm curious. Have you been to sex parties here? I have. Which I think ones? we've
1: been to the same ones. Wait, what? really? <laughs> have you been to like Kinky Rabbit and yeah. Sanctum? <gasps> I've never been to Sanctum, but I love Kinky. I love if we're going Are there. you going on the twenty third. Are you going to the next one? <laughs> um, I'm thinking about it.
0: Okay, you should nice. definitely Because we'll
1: you be guys there. will be there? Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll be there. Okay, let's start. Are you going with one of your partners? I'm not sure. Or oh, so you might go solo. I might go solo for the first time. We'll see. Wait, I, have you seen us there before or no. you just okay I was like because if you have I, I hoped you would have said well there's that. always like I mean there's a lot of people so yeah that's yeah, true. yeah. That's and true. there's a lot of young girls so it's like sometimes hard um would you but, say are there ever like sugar baby or sugar dating events yeah like those? do they have their own
1: play parties um I've heard of them but uh. I've never gone to them mm. I don't know the I vibe be neat it could be interesting it could be interesting. Could have I mean, something to add I to the business know. model. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. rated events. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely like events for mm. sugar daters, but I don't know. I've never heard of like, I have heard of one play party um, for sugar daters and the vibe felt a little weird in that instance, but mm. I'm sure they exist.
0: Wow. Interesting. I well, mean, I guess. What? It would be nice to like, be in the community in some, but I could also see how he Yeah,
1: I think see. the thing is like, people care a lot about discretion. And yeah, so like true. going yeah. into like a big party, I think yeah. is then you see like your coworker and you're like, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, you have to explain the sugar dating part. It's just like, there's so yeah, many exactly. like layers of it. I think- like sums happen all the time i'm sure more sums happen frequently as well but yeah due to the discretion i think it's less like i could see that yeah that's cool
0: though i love threesomes yeah wait okay wait so for your partner are y'all does he still is there still money involved in that <laughs>
1: no I think we I was gonna ask about
0: that like at what point does it go from like sugar like do you just have a discussion about it and you just like stop with like the financial piece of it and then move forward
1: I mean I think it it really depends on every couple like I had a friend who was dating a sugar daddy and they transitioned to something that was more like boyfriend girlfriend too Mm -hmm. and he got her her own place um, and -hmm. was giving her a monthly allowance but you know like they had a dynamic where that made sense whereas me and my current partner it definitely feels like more of a partnership Mm. and so we are kind of more in um now in like a traditional boyfriend girlfriend situation that's cool and yeah. so you
0: had a discussion about it and then the financial piece kind of ended mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool i like that yeah well i think that wraps up all the questions i have this yeah. has been so interesting <laughs> it's definitely been eye-opening yeah. i love this
1: conversation thank you guys yeah.
0: no yeah i think and I, well i think it's important because I, I feel like you know there's so much stigma and especially like you know when we go on On online tiktok you know all the people come at you in the comments mm-hmm. you know i know even from like the time that we posted about our you know nikki's fence sub like there are so many there's just so many yeah. negative connotations with yeah. it and but I also think, like people glamorize it too so there's yeah. a, there's both sides of the spectrum no i think yeah. a
1: healthy amount of skepticism is yeah. really important yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah i i think uh, yes healthy and then but also like don't I on the other side like don't be judgmental Mm because sometimes you know these relationships can be very you know healthy and good and what people need them to be at that time exactly
1: yeah so, I think that's why like conversations like this are important where yes. people can come to their own conclusions like just because it worked for me doesn't mean that it's going to work for you mm-hmm. um p- like take the bits and pieces of what I'm saying that resonate with you and then if Leave you the want rest. a sugar date go for it and try yeah. it explore it
0: so for anybody who maybe they are curious about it what are like your top three tips yeah for for sugar dating
1: okay I'm um, writing these down okay <laughs> Number one, um, don't play into a fantasy. Mm. Um, I think that's, like, like a lot of um, girls seem to, like, without even realizing it or knowingly realizing it, like, they will just play into a straight-up fantasy. And they think, like, oh, that's a way to attract a sugar daddy. And, yeah, it might be, but then it's, like, a one-time thing or it doesn't lead to a more meaningful relationship. And I think the reason why I've been able to have, you know, these genuine relationships was because I didn't play a fantasy. Mm-hmm. I showed up as myself and that was enough. Um, so yeah, don't play a fantasy. Um, don't let the money control you. Don't let the men or the money control you. Um, if you let money be your only motivator, that money, that amount of money is always going to grow, whether it's 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, like you're always going to be chasing something. Mm-hmm. And I think just recognizing like, why do does that money matter to you? What is it that's really motivating you? Like think about that versus being so controlled by this amount. Um, and then my last advice would be to have compassion for yourself and for other people in this lifestyle. Um, and don't take advantage of other people because it will come back to you. Yeah,
0: I can see that. Oh, that is solid advice
1: on both sides.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, On both sides. Well, no, it's true because I feel like when. you could, I wish I had been, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I feel like when I was, when I was 24, I was just not as mature. I was just more naive for sure. I, I was definitely, it took me a while to get out of that naivety. Um, but everyone comes to it at their own yeah. time. Yeah, I know. But I think it's great that you've learned these lessons because you, you came, those three tips were phenomenal. Oh, you you came in there like knowing like. i know what i'm going to say i learned the right lessons so i think that's phenomenal
1: yeah definitely done a lot of reflecting on this so thank you for letting me share the story oh my god yeah and
0: please plug yourself in where can our people find you um
1: if you want to hear more podcast conversations you can check out the angel playbook it's on spotify and i'm on tiktok at christina.dates um often getting banned um, but you know you can maybe find me there um our agency website is agencyla.co also agencyla.co on instagram and my personal instagram is xtina with two a's dot kim Love that. that's that's all
0: i'm gonna go apply to the agency <laughs> and then i'm gonna manifest that one day i'll be the sugar mama so that i, see I that for yeah. you I think I'd be a badass. Show we moment. can do it together. I think, <laughs> yes, I think oh my you goodness. would. I honestly do. Just and I, I, I treat them like they. Yes, oh, yes, they don't even know. Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. As always, wear condoms. We love you. Rate uh, and review the podcast. Yes, rate and review on Spotify, Apple. You know, leave that five star Google re- or Uber review that we love, and don't forget double-teampodcast.com if you have. Um, yeah, if you have any stories you want to share, you just want to give us some love, um, fill out our form. If there's a story you want to tell us on the pod, yeah, all that good stuff. So, doubleteampodcast.com. Love you. Bye. Oh,
1: you're. That was so fun. That. sounds completely
0: buy? different than
1: headphones. Now no, that I'm like okay.
0: joining.
2: This is Nikki from Double Teen Podcast. And I'm Stephanie and motherfucking Megan from Broco Therapy. Come join us for the first live show ever. Broco Therapy and Double Teen Podcast are collaborating for a live show event in Los Angeles on October 20th at 7 p.m. We are so
0: excited, everyone. You don't want to miss this show. I know you're dying to meet us and you're gonna get to do just that but we're also going to have drinks. We're gonna have games you might see HK and Nikki have an anal battle. You never know what's gonna happen, but it's gonna be lit. So I promise you wanna be there.
2: LA come through and party with me, Cammy, and Nikki and celebrate our first live show ever. To find tickets for the event, feel free to check out the description down below or go check out our websites, brocotherapy.com or doubleteampodcast.com. We hope to see you guys there we want to meet every single one of you guys and take a photo and laugh and be friends and just make memories
0: and it's our first one so you guys have to come please oh i'm so excited i want to be so nervous